0: Tejoshi Tejumi Dehi Bolavashi Bolamai Dehi Ojoshi Ojumai Dehi Mandirasi Mannumai Dehi Zoho Si Sohmi Dehi power are thou, fill with that power Valor are thou, fill with Valor Strength are thou, fill with strength Vital energy are thou, fill with vital energy Resolve against wrong are thou, fill with that resolve Fortitude are thou fill with fortitude. Om shanti, shanti, shanti. Peace, peace, peace. Achatma dangla. Get me a triple fan. How does it do it? Oh, Baba. The topic announced today is faith. Somebody asked me a question some time ago. So he announced the topic to think about the different sides of faith. The pros and cons. Then I forgot the topic, so I f- prepared some other topic. The last part of the night I remembered, so I got up, and but could not find out all my uh, old records and notes. Then quickly I tried to see some books, and at my age I thought after one hour I should sleep. So I slept. All the Anyhow, some of my friends tried to help me. But there are elementary ideas. Then of course I thought about it and I found too many points which said to go. So I shall choose a little portion and talk about it. But before that I should read a few lines. I did not bring out that note or I did not find it where all the famous people from familiar quotations have been written. Dr. Radhakrishnan wrote a book called Recovery of Faith, but he is more politically oriented, describing the condition of the world and the urgent necessity of faith. His first sentence was, Sensitive and informed minds believe that the fundamental need of the world far deeper than any social, political, or economic readjustment it's a spiritual reawakening, a recovery of faith. Sri Ramakrishna, I am not quoting, but a few of the other ideas for other people. Swami Ramakrishna says, Few of us believe in God all the time, about devotees. As long as we have two or three rupees in the pocket, we think we can depend on ourselves. When Only when the last ana, one sixteenth of a rupee, is gone, and we do not know where to get another, do we begin to trust in God. Ramakrishnananda again. See, Ramakrishnananda was a brother disciple of Vivekananda. When Vivekananda was lectured in this country, Ramakrishna was lecturing in Madras. And some of his lectures later was published, and he was an equally expert intellectual. Anyhow, if you have real faith, you, you can never get anxious. Do your duty. Never grow anxious and do not think of the future. Whenever anxiety arises in you, You become an atheist. You do not believe in God and that He cares for you. Doubts will come until you have realized God. Therefore, you must hold fast to God and pray. Think to yourself God is, but because of the impurities of my mind, I cannot see Him. When my heart and mind have become purified, Then through his grace, I shall surely see him. all right yeah faith is a very constructive role to play faith in Sanskrit is called Shraddha Shraddha is the affirmative attitude. So, Vivekananda is very fond of Katha Upanishad, which speaks about faith or Shraddha. So, Vivekananda, he is an atheist who does not believe in himself. Those of you who have studied that most beautiful of the all the Upanishads, the Katha, will remember how. Bajastrapasa was going to make a great sacrifice, etc. Shraddha entered into the heart of his son Nachiketa, and he sacrificed himself and went to the reward of death, because Shraddha entered in him. Shraddha he translated as marvelous faith. To preach the doctrine of Shraddha, or genuine faith, is the mission of my life, Swamiji says. In one of his letters it out, be positive. God is, everything is in me. Be conscious of it and assert yourselves. In America, they may not believe in God much, but they have the tremendous power of the man's faith in themselves, often talking about the pioneers and all that, that they cannot believe that man is a major sinner, which the the preachers normally speak of, but because they found the whole countries for taking, so with so much freedom, so much of scope, they can't believe that man is unimportant or useless. That was called the pioneering spirit on the habit. The ideal of faith in ourselves is of the greatest help to us. If faith in ourselves had been more extensively taught and practiced, I am sure a very large portion of the evils and misery that we have would have vanished. Quotations finished. I could take colour out from the quotation books and practically at the point is discussed there by somebody rather for and against. Faith is normally preached for three reasons. One is how it helps a person. Second, how it helps the society. And third, if there is an ultimate purpose of life. Ultimate purpose of life depends upon an enduring nature of man. Till and until every other thought or faith will be partly imaginary and partly logical, rational. But all the enjoyments of life, and all the experience of life, more or less, are based on, are irrational, but not based on pure reason. Barton Russell in one place says, that if you want to go to Chicago from Boston, To go has no part in of reason. That is your desire, emotion, idea. Reason will decide whether you should go by train or bus. In those days, plane was not so common, I think. But anyhow, so reasoning has a part to play, but everything is not determined by reason. Then the major. Enjoyments of life, major experience of life of man will not be substantiated. George Santayana, one of the recent philosophers in Boston, Harvard, he said, there is no real argument why life is worth living. But reverend, men will not accept that idea. In spite of everything, we know we are important. We have some meaning in life. In the 1890s, It was a moot question. William James has a pamphlet, trying to convince people that life is worth living. that's why of philosophical argument has to be given to convince people it is all right. Now for convincing people, 100 percent proof is not necessary. Most of the experience of life, most of the things in life are based on partial conviction. they are jokingly telling somebody, uh, you buy the ticket, but you don't know whether the plane will go or not. But already you have taken the risk that when, based on faith, my government is good government, my company is a very good company, they are not all Androns and all that. So with that idea, partial faith, plus human relationship, husband, wife, children, these, that, all partial faith. So, why for the ultimate thing you cannot bring this idea of faith? But normal man, educated man, tries to find out as much as possible, rational satisfaction. So Vivekananda argues that truth must be rational. But ultimate truth is beyond reason in that idea. So, Shankara gives argument why we need the scriptures, the Vedas, Shruti. He said, for the normal arguments, normal experience of life, with normal things you can explain. But when you are talking about something beyond the senses, supersensual things will be necessary. Because all the arguments that we give, all the materialistic and scientific position that we take, are based on the material aspect, the manifested aspect, the creative aspect of man. And that whether is real or not, the fundamental question will depend upon taking the totality of experience. There is a philosophical school in Advaita Vedanta <clears throat> which is which argues that philosophers or anybody base their thinking, that is the logic of will come, based on their sense experience or mental thinking, which is also extended sense experience because mind is considered material or born of the same person. Even that may be questioned, of course. So they said, but man is finished, not finished with the senses. In dream state, is the senses are not so operative external organs are not operative even if the thought is there. but in deep sleep even that idea is stopped that stopped and then that condition what happens to man eight hours a day one third of the day you must take consideration of that particular point So that if you want to get the whole truth, that philosophical position, whole truth, you must take all the three conditions. Simply base your judgment on the base of the evident, sense experience. You cannot get the whole truth. So their stage-by-stage argument is, in waking state, all our experiences are taken. In dreaming state, half and half, we create our own world, but often based on our previous experience in the waking state. But in deep sleep, everything goes to quiescence, nothing is happening. But when we get up from the deep sleep, we say, oh, we had a good sleep, I did not know anything. Now who is to tell that? Somebody has to tell this, I don't know anything, so there must be a watcher to tell that I don't know anything. Then they visualize a fourth condition, when even that is transcendent, that they call it Turiya. So it is a strong argument. Some accept it, some do not uh, that far want to go. Anyhow, for that you'll have to discuss the different types of philosophies, ancient and current. The old book was... Based on the 19th century, middle. Anyhow, so how to determine the truth? Shankara says, in for this sense, beyond the sense experience, you have to go to the authority. Authority are human beings or men of realization or scriptures like Veda, which is infallible. But Vivekata says, infallible is the part which is non, which is rational, not anything. Even Shankara agrees. The books may say fire is cold, but we are not going to accept it because it contradicts our OK experience or rational experience. Anyhow, so to establish things purely logically is naturally questionable. There was an article by a famous logician who wrote Introduction to Indian Philosophy. One of them, D.M. Datta, in a commemoration volume. The topic was: Does God exist? He says there are eighteen meanings of this combination of three words: Does God exist? So if you go to a logician, you ask in what sense you are asking God. You come and ask, does God exist? Which God you want? 18 meanings are there. Of course, he did not give them. And I argued this way. The last sentence was, all these arguments are applicable to the word, does material, does matter exist? As many arguments as against God, so many arguments are against matter also. That is the point. And of course, the recent discoveries are that matter is not really, not really real. That means, as we see, it is not. God also, a little less than, according to Vedanta. Or Vedanta, God is one step down Brahman, the unity, absolute. Defends on the personalized God. Now, personalized God, Kant and other people have established more or less that we cannot substantiate him. Especially after the six million Jews were assassinated, Holocaust took place. Or in our day-to-day life, some injustice is done. Varieties of things happen. Terrible things happen. As one of the onlookers are suggesting me, that a sort of a faithlessness came, as after the Jews, similarly, after the French Revolution. So many of the people lost their faith, lost their faith. But sometimes they re- regain their faith in coming in touch with the holy man, nature who like, or various other ways. If you come in touch with the person, your life changes. So there, are of course, faiths in some way is generated. The bhakti yogis argue who accept God as real That bhakti is natural. Everybody has bhakti, devotion. Only when you grow up, rationality develops and doubt begins to appear. Then a time comes, and that is the assertion of a child as an adult. Then a time comes found, as Swartan Dasal says, the relationship between two men is the relationship of two billiard balls, always clashing. So, but a time comes when he realizes that he must learn not to assert his own ego. Ego gave him personality. Without the sense of ego, you have no personality. So it is essential. But it will come, it will come, that if we live together, you have to work together, we have to lessen our ego, that idea. Anyhow, life is based on faith, faith, The common argument by average people is often, how do you know so-and-so is your father? Because mother said so. Faith. How do you know your country is very good? Again, of course, facts and figures may be given. Comes faith. As I said, the example, my airline is good. Half faith it is. Half may be good, of course. Similarly, in every situation in life, Uh, there is a faith which works. They say even records have their own standard. Those, life is based on cheating and all that, even they have a standard of what type of cheating you can do. So that is the idea. Now faith, that means a part of our life is based on faith. Now what is the positive side of faith? Now faith is established or not. Immanuel Kant again wrote a book first called A Critic of Pure Reason. There he said by pure reason I cannot establish God, morality, unselfishness and all that. But then it cuts at the base of the society. So he wrote another book called Critic of Practical Reason. I don't believe God is there, but for practical reason I believe it is there. I don't believe that goodness is good, but for practical reason I believe in it. The unselfishness is good, but if I become selfish, I can become rich quickly. Why not cut his throat? Why should I love my neighbor as myself? You see? So like this. So that point comes. That practical reason makes you as the truth. Now, whether it is hundred percent truth, it not be. It is axiomatic truth, or hypothesis you can take it, that is the explanation. Unless you get a better explanation, this, this expression stays. There is one of the scientific principles, that if I have got three explanations for a thing, the best, that is most rational expression, is the explanation. That is the idea. The idea. I remember Many years ago I had nasal blocking. So I went to a doctor, entry specialist, he was the dean of the medical college, etc. At, at one time, elderly man. And feeling as brahmacharya, he was young. So he was in a mood to talk. So he explained that when I do things that are twenty-six risks are involved. But anyhow, I shall pierce the needle through your nostril and then wash the uh, entrap. So then he told that Rajaji was the gover- last governor general of India. He came to him and he said, "I shall do like this." So we wait, wait. Thirty years ago, Doctor Rajan, who was a famous ENT at that time, he removed one of my teeth. And then pierce the needle. Was he wrong then? Mm-hmm. So his argument. No, at his time he was right. In 1945 or so, German scientists found out the antrum opens to the nostril, not below. So the point is, he is the right one. But there is not wrong. There is a stage of stage of discovery. So previous knowledge is not completely nullified, but as a stage it is taken. But if you argue which one is true, that is of course the latest one is the true, or more applicable, more rational one is true. It may be superseded later, but superseding is not under science, you see. It is imagination, hypothesis, you see. It is not a proof thing, that is the idea. I know there is the argumentative side of this, but the practical side is faith gives confidence, unlimited energy, enthusiasm. If you are not sure of your cause, there will not be much much enthusiasm for it. and if you don't have enthusiasm, already you have half failed already is? So enthusiasm you it. If it's not based on a pure position, still it is good enough for you. If you are on the right position, of course, more is better. Then you will not wrongly apply the argument. Huh? Like the Al-Khada. You cannot wrongly apply the argument. And do it. Faith in God is good. But faith in God and doing the ro- wrong thing by society is, of course, on you know, other rational side, we'll explain that part. So faith is cultivated. First of all, faith is a natural thing. But in normal mind, faith and doubt will be side by side. Side by side. So the idea is to positive side to... Encourage, other man becomes dispirited, discouraged. So in more or less psychological aspect. Psychological, man lives, as I argued earlier, most of the party lives in faith. Everything is not totally foolproof rationally. I pour all my money on my child, and I am not sure when he become, I become old, he they look after me or not. Huh? I pour all my money on my wife or my husband. I don't know whether it will be with me or not after 30 years. So, like this, which is how life, half the life, depends on faith and trust. So, even if it is that final proof, full proof, we all life is based on that. But that is enough for a limited person. As a man, I am limited. So by conviction these there also can be limited. Life goes on. Life goes on. That is the idea. So faith normally in Indian thinking a man has normal belief. So in spiritual things or other things, first he has got belief. Belief then he inquires the belief I have got is real real or not. So I go to the specialist, on trust I do whatever he says, and then some type of conviction develops. Some of the thinkers think conviction is faith, because it is less vulnerable, belief is changeable. With every experience your belief may be disturbed, but conviction more or less you are settled. But as I say, 100% settled, nobody becomes. So, till the ultimate reality is realized, one of the direct disciples spoke like that, Ramakrishna. I think. There, till the highest realization comes, uh, periodical doubt is not impossible. It may come. In average man also it comes, but we don't like to look that side. Now, if a man thought too much about his death, he would have no energy to do anything. So there is a famous saying in Sanskrit that when you go to earn money or knowledge, education, think that you are eternal. Otherwise, I acquire money, tomorrow I won't be there. What is the use of money? I acquire knowledge, tomorrow I cannot use it. What is the use? But when you think of God or spiritual things, think that Yama, the God of death of India, catches you by the hair. In those days they used to keep some hair to hold, you see. It catches by hair to take you. That means urgency. Feeling of urgency. Now itself I should do it. I should not wait. That is the idea. But in the other things, unless you are th- think you are on, you will not do anything. So faith is necessary in life, even for normal living. But faith gives extra energy. When you have a faith in a project, with hopelessness if you go, with hopefulness you go, the result will be different. The result will be different, even in physical things. Half, half-heartedly you do, and with zeal you do, the result will be different also. Plus emotional satisfaction, etc., And for a personal life, if I think in my life, today or tomorrow, the idea will come, what is the meaning of life? What is the usefulness of life? What is the usefulness of my activities? When you are young, you don't think too much. You live. Because of energy, you will do something. Or society gives you competition. You want to show off that I am not behind everything. But then by the time you are 40 or 45, in those days... You say it's thirty-five, that was the start of the Middle Age. But nowadays people protest, no, fifty is the Middle Age, all at right, fifty. By that time you have experienced life to some extent, good or bad. Then the question comes, what is the meaning of all this? Is there a goal of life? We to says, as long as there will be death in the world, people will be philosophical. That means they will think, where he goes, what happens, and all that. So thinking cannot be stopped. Buddhism tried to stop thinking. Why? Buddha said, there are twenty questions in life, they have no clear solution. Whether life after death is there, whether it continues or not, don't bother about it. Eh? Your immediate problem you look after. You are in trouble, how to get out of trouble? How in trouble? As soon as you are born, you have got diseases, this thing, that thing. How to get out of it? That is the important point. And how to get out of it? Buddhistic training is there. So that is the idea that uh, immediate things you have to think. But with a vengeance in 50, 100 years, 30 major schools of philosophy are there in Buddhism. So man will think. Even if you want to stifle thought, it will come. So these questions arise in minds of man, what next? Then comes spiritual religion, search for something beyond the immediate experience of life. That is for the individual, to keep him enthusiasm, to give him courage, to give him confidence. it's simulation even if it's simulation that is useful, Uh, that in applied psychology sometimes it is considered, that to create your enthusiasm, your devotion to a particular project, particular idea, particular person, you must develop enthusiasm. Somebody you don't like too much, but you cannot avoid that person either your in-laws, or your boss in the office, or junior who can pick you. You cannot avoid, so you have to learn how to live with him. So when he comes, you offer a little tea, will you sit, will you do this? So every day say, I like him, I like him. You don't like him really. But you tell yourself, I like him, after some time you like him. I had the experience. You as a boy, why boys do th- things? Brinjal eggplant, one day by the like getting old, you see. I could not remember the English, American of Brinjal. Only the word Brinjal comes, which I learned in the boyhood days. It took two days to remember eggplant, but I did not ask anyone. Anyhow, that Brinjal. Uh, it is boiled, all the seeds are coming out. Suddenly, as a boy, I don't know why I developed this dislike for it. But after seven, eight years, I began to read Vedanta. And Vedanta should not be indifferent to this, that, that. So I began to tell, now I like it. After some time, I liked it. I liked it. Well, the combination has changed, that's all. Anyhow, so psychologically, you can change your mood, your attitude, and that is spiritual life life is changing the attitude. When you die that, on the, in the beginning as a trust, as a hypothesis, but not pure hypothesis that we have got more doubt than faith. It would be more faith than doubt. As in normal life, we have more faith. I have faith in that man, I give him uh, hundred dollars, go no. market. If I don't have faith, I won't give. Or, of course I shall correct it. If I be a rich man, I may take risk. See, I had an experience. I am digressing much, but anyhow. I had an experience. I am a monk. No money. If you are hungry, come and eat. No pocket money. In America we have, but not in India. So. Somebody wanted to give me, carry thousand rupees for night train journey, trying in my whole night I could not sleep. If this money is stolen, what shall I get to give back, you see? Then I became the head of a big center. Thousands of rupees are passing through my hand. And I came to know many rich people. Even if I ask somebody to give me 10,000, 15,000, they will give it. And then I could trust people, 5,000, yeah, take 5,000. At that time, 100 rupees I would not trust anybody to give, what will happen? You must be confident that you can get it, you see. Anyhow, mm-hmm. by the way. So, anyhow, normal debt to day behavior also on faith. Anyhow, from the individual standpoint, major argument is faith gives you strength, courage hopefulness, and more enthusiasm for doing. And to succeed in life, enthusiasm is more important than actual capacity. More in, if the man is zealous, somebody or other will come to help him, that idea. Another important reason, of course, social benefit. Now, the society is all the time depressed, dispirited, hopeless, but that's society assert. So they require many people who are enthusiastic approaching that idea. Or a great one comes engenders faith. So when India become was struggling for independence we grew up at that time you see. Millions of people quoted physical danger, physical suffering. I still remember a young man. I was a little boy in our village nearby. That police has come and has bitten him. So we went there, ran there to see. Even after 70 years, 80 years, I remember the blood flowing from his head. But Mahatma Gandhi said, you must become non-violent. Non-violent, so he did not, react. and he was the son of a, a rich man at one time. I remember even after 80 years, I was seven, eight or nine years, I think, old. That meant they had so much faith in Mahatma Gandhi, a great man, that this is what is necessary, I should get the beating, but not react. Not react in the sense I won't bid back. Out of faith, other whole, this type of physical danger. Theoretical danger, you can take risk, but physically to do it, that requires extra amount of faith. Extra amount of, Whether it is intelligent or not is a different question. If you nobody had faith, the things will not go on. That's why even military recruits young people, not older people. Older people are not anxious to die, but 70, 18 years old, most of the death list between 17 and 22, 23, most of them. The military also likes them more. Everybody likes young people. Anyhow, so it is socially also, if they can inject this idea of zeal and enthusiasm, then all things will happen. If most of the people are passive, no social change is possible. So this society will be stagnant. So there must be people who are extra energetic, enthusiastic. There was a interesting... Tagore was a novel laureate in India. He had got many wonderful poems, dramas, this thing, that thing. He had a wonderful essay of two pages. The caption was, fifty nanas and one ana. The Indian rupees to be sixteen nanas. That means majority of the people and small. The Tagore says, majority of the people like to have a peaceful life. But that, that small minority group, they want to change the world. They want to make the world religious. They want to make the light equal, they make the world free. So different people have different ideas, democracy, communism, religious groups, and all these troubles have come because of that. <laughs> That's that the if everybody is peaceful, no problem would be that. But the go somebody they must do, he must progress it's that way. Anyhow. So social And the last was trans-social idea. Every action has got three dimensions. Whether it is useful for the individual, whether it is useful for the society, and third idea is useful for any higher goal of life. Because man sometimes or other gets dissatisfied with his own life in spite of having everything. The sight of A type of unknown, unexplained dissatisfaction remains. We all the time think, because I have got less money than that man. But that is not the real reason. The real reason, as you go analyzing or getting those things, that there is not enough. So a basic dissatisfaction remains in man. So Indian ideas, it comes because man's nature is unlimited, so you can never be satisfied with the limited things. Often quoted Sanskrit, pe sukumasti. The limited, small, there cannot be full happiness. A little happiness, of course, is there. A good feast, enjoy for one day. Huh? Some money, some prestige, some this. All enjoy for temporary, but not permanent joy. And the search of permanent joy, the idea of other world, all these things came. So that is why Vedanta argues, as Vivekananda points out in his Jnana Yoga. And Radha Krishna, at the end of his recovery forth, goes into that idea. There must be a spiritual goal in life. Some arguments he has given. And then only life will acquire a meaning. As a boy of twenty, success in life is enough. But by the time it's 50, 40, that is not enough. I've got a job, I've got a good wife or husband, good children, some social standing. Everything is either achieved or not achieved by 40, 45, 50. Then the question arrives what is the meaning? What is the purpose? If even that doesn't happen, is engrossed in one particular application of life, When you'll Come nearer death at least that time of day. Where shall I go? Where shall I go? So, Avidanda argues Hinduism believes that life, we are born life after life. That gives, that faith gives them great secu- sense of security. Sense of security. Because of that faith, if they did not believe, all the time, oh, I am going away, what will happen, which will happen. Looking back to life. But he knows, I've got a terminal disease, or incurable disease, anyhow, next life God will give me a better life. That faith, imaginary faith, but still faith, gives a sustenance. Instead of feeling hopeless, you feel that something, result will come. Any experience, bad experience, if you can give an expression, if you can show the good effect of it, that ceases to be completely bad. Completely bad, as Holy Mother said, my child suffering, and diseases. Now diseases and spiritual practices, austerities, are equally productive. How both of them work out bad karmas. You are here enjoying and suffering because you are calm, on that supposition. So both are equal. So when you have got illness which you cannot avoid, you feel at least you have got some production, good. You take exercise, my favorite example. What is exercise? Giving pain to the body. If you give half an hour hour of pain, you'll have good health for 50, 60, 70 years. So their pain becomes an enjoyment because it is a promise of enjoyment. Promise of enjoyment. Of course, it is an immediate result also. It is not merely after death, but immediate. Good health means you So that is the idea. And so ultimately, these people, you go to analyze, try to understand what is your nature, permanent nature. On the basis of that, a permanent goal will be set If you can't achieve, reach that stage, even faith in it will give you some solace. As billions of people have got solace, from the feeling that they will not be finished, they will continue. Nobody believes that will be finished. Uh, Through nature, through these, those, these, I can be immortal by name and fame, or through children, through this, like that. But these are all temporary. So here the idea is if he believes in it the sense of security comes. Somebody once wrote there are six basic fears of man. Right and wrong, I quote him. Three of them are around body. Man's fundamental fear is that he will fall sick. Second, that he will become old. And third, that he will die. All the three are physical. And Buddha experienced all these three and became a sadhu. Yati. But three more he said. One is security of life. The worst thing for you is not to have a job. Not to have a job unless society provides it. That was fourth. Fifth was loss of love. Fear of security of life, then fear of losing the love of the loved ones. And sixth is very peculiar. Fear of criticism it is the basic fear. A child behaves because he learns by criticism. Why oh, don't do this. Like, this? like that he loves, learns. Fear of criticism. Most of us behave well because of criticism. Uh, mother says, don't do it. Mother will not like it, so you don't do it. Fear of criticism. Or, uh, I am a drunkard, but then my child is going to be born, I try to give up drinking. I know drinking is bad, but not good bad for me. But it will be bad for my child. Because of the love of the child, he tries to control himself. In this way things happen. Anyhow. So faith gives a sort of a solace even if it is a make-belief, make-belief. That is the basic idea then. Faith, theoretically, no position and 100% substantiated. Half the life, half the ideas of man is based on faith. Other half probably some type of rationality, which may not be foolproof. Similarly, faith may not be fulfilled. Rationality also is not fulfilled, but anyhow. So that is the idea. So if faith gives hope, strength, then there is every chance of manifesting great energy, great enthusiasm, and there is the idea of zeal to pursue a goal. So faith in the worldly achievement, faith in the spiritual achievement, both places faith is necessary. What Swami says, that's why in worldly life, faith in oneself is more important. Faith in God can come later, because then they believe it is the natural growth of man. When he passes the various enjoyments, various sufferings, then we'll come to a conclusion of the ultimate nature of things. Today or tomorrow it will come, but immediately we want something from society, we want to succeed. So immediately confidence is necessary, courage is necessary, zeal is necessary. That will be given by faith, not by pure energy. That is the main conclusion. But we could develop the philosophy aspect, emotional aspects, psychological aspect. But I try to combine of this a little how directly at this stage it can be useful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Leaders from Unreal to Real, Leaders from Darkness to Light. Lead us from death to immortality. May all people be free from disease. May all experience the good. May none be subject to suffering. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Peace, peace, peace be unto us all.